2: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another very special Lazarus Pit episode here on the Hears for Hire podcast. Now, this is normally just a Patreon exclusive episode, but because it's Christmas, we're releasing it to everyone. Um, this is Hears for Hire. I am joined, as always, by my my best pal, oh. Mr. Shaw. Mead. Shaw. What's going on?
1: I'm I, I'm not much, Connor. Happy Christmas to you and everyone.
2: So, what we decided to do was every single month we do a movie review over on the Patreon, um, yep. and we decided because we had a little bit of a hangout already this month with all the listeners and all the patrons, it might be nice. Just to release a cr- our Christmas review, which we, we do once a year, obviously. Be weird if we did it in July. What? Just on a Movie Mondays episode. This is the thing. So this is what,
1: like, this kind of format, it's what all of the Patreon reviews are like. Usually they're on movies, I will say, that are a lot worse than this one. Uh, yeah. Any Power um, Rangers Turbo
2: fans in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we put up a vote during the week, and we were like, "Everyone, vote for what movie you would like us to review." Now, I did put up some heavy haters up there. Sean is what I will some admit. Some all of the other and reindeers, perhaps. I, I actually didn't put up all of the other reindeers, but I put up, off. I put up Home Alone, I put up Die Hard, I put up A Muppets Christmas Carol, I put up the Santa Claus, Ooh. and I take. I think I put up the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Um, They're all so pretty
1: elite, those, those options, but this it this was, out. It was a
2: very tight vote, is what I will say. One vote was between the Guardian special and this. Um, this came out on top at the very last second. So we are reviewing the Muppets Christmas Carol, Sean. My God, a film which up until last year I had not seen. Which still blows my mind because well, I mean this is this is proper elite stuff shop, oh, it's top tier, I will say it's fantastic, uh, but i'm also I'm saying that
1: without the benefits of nostalgia, okay, yeah, this movie meant nothing to me going in. <laughs> And I still adore it.
2: And it still doesn't. I hate it. It doesn't miss. (laughs) Um, This is also a massive difference from last year, when we were forced, from the patrons again, they're also bastards, to make us review Jingle All The Way.
1: Did they give us last year the one-two punch of Jingle All The Way in December? And then not too long after we did Wild Mountain Time.
2: No, that was February. Yeah, no. Look, we're not saying they're good people. We're just no. saying they're there. <laughs>
1: we're just saying they're dedicated to whatever they <laughs> want to they be. They
2: support us, so we have to like them. But at the same time, they like to see us suffer. That's but true. Sean, they were they were kind this year. So where would you like to begin with this movie? Now, it's a movie that a lot of people think is like their favorite Christmas movie like ever, yeah. I would say. Um and I would be one to say I agree. I think it's the best Christmas movie. It's
1: the best Christmas carol adaptation, I think.
2: Um, it, well, yeah,
1: but like by extension the- I suppose and yeah, but it it's just it's not all because it's it's not like they take the piss out of it at all. It's played fully serious for the most
2: part. Why, why it works is because, like, Michael Caine, who is in this movie, um, I don't know if you know, is that he told the producer and director Brian Henson before production that he said, this is his exact quote, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. See, that's, that's <laughs> perfect. That's ideal. That's what you want. Like <laughs> And and Michael Caine, I don't know look, I don't want to insult the man, but I think this might be his best performance of all time.
1: <laughs> I genuinely think like he's it's it's one Top of the three. examples you would use. Like, if you didn't know this man was acting against Muppets, you'd think he's in the best Christmas Carol adaptation that's ever been.
2: Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy that, and like when you see the behind the scenes of how they did it. So some of the scenes say when you see Scrooge walking through the streets, that's literally like he has a four foot plank of wood That he's walking on. They have the camera set low. Looking up to him. Because he's meant to be evil. Mm -hmm. But all the puppets are there. Like all the Muppets are either side of him. But there's a massive hole. Like a trench. That all the people controlling all the puppets are in. And they're like popping out of the trench. As he walks past.
1: And like that's a limitation on set design. But it still looks really interesting. And like it doesn't look like a flat. um, You know like a, a. a backdrop, and then just something for the performers to hide under. It looks yeah. like an actual lived-in London street. Also, I, I I saw a video from one of the costume designers on this, and apparently these are like the most accurate period costumes that have ever been, like, put to It film. goes
2: way harder than it has any need to go. There's so much love and care put
1: into every fucking bit of this movie.
2: <laughs> like, there was no need. Um, now, sadly, um, the, obviously, Jim Henson passed away just before this started filming. Yeah. Um, and so, Jim Henson's, de- Henson's dead was, in, like, obviously incredibly sad when it came to the Muppets and everything around that. Brian Henson... Is the director for this movie? His son, yeah, and he's the director for this movie. And this is his first movie he ever directed. And it go apparently halfway through the production, Michael Caine and him are just chatting, and he he just just mentions this is my first movie that I've ever done. And Michael Caine looked at him and apparently was incredibly impressed. <laughs> like, like, this How kid is literally this? just
1: built differently.
2: Like. <laughs> um, and so it's kind of like, um, like when they're talking about Tiny Tim and all that, it's a bit of like, um, it's in memory of him as well. That, yeah. because of, of course, he passed away.
1: Which is really sweet. And it opens, I think, with a dedication to Jim Henson, doesn't it?
2: It does, yeah, um, and and Richard Hood as well. Yeah, uh, so the two of them both passed away. They were they also performed the ca- all a lot of the characters, Um and so like I think it's an absolutely lovely tribute, and also with Brian coming in, this is like his first big fucking. This is his big break. This is his big thing. He comes in and makes a splash that the movie's still talking about now on its 30-year anniversary, which is kind of perfect that we're talking about it now.
1: Yeah, like a n- 1992, and it's still... Even some of the like ropey effects and stuff of like green screens and chroma keys and that, it's still charming enough that it just works.
2: Well, a lot of the CGI, Sean, they actually use... This is the first time they ever use CGI to take the people out from the shot this is something yeah because there's a scene
1: early on where Kermit is ice skating around and I remember being like I've never seen Kermit's legs before yeah like and that makes total sense if they just erase the performers so, so the
2: them. guy is controlling Kermit and they're, they're like the walking scene when he's walking along yeah. the street and you see his legs like the guy is controlling him and then it's all in front of a massive green screen and then they take him away and then they just have Kermit left, and like it's to be honest, it's fucking seamless for 1992. Like it looks incredibly good. Yeah, like it's. It, I don't know who
1: sold their soul to get those effects done, but like it's Jurassic Park level of good. Effects. Well, do you want to know the budget? Uh, it, but is it something ridiculously low? Because I would put it at like yes. Oh no, no Okay so uh, See no,
2: But if you go too low You're going to make it sound bad
1: Could I Okay like 20 million
2: 12 It was 12, 12 million Fuck They made the whole thing For 12 million
1: That's insane You wouldn't make an episode Of like Law and Order For 12 million now. Yeah
2: Yeah It only made 27 million in the box office. Really? And would, you li- and would you like to know why is because it came out at the exact same time on the exact same week of Christmas nineteen ninety two as Home Alone Two Lost in New York?
1: So it just got fucking steamrolled. And like
2: Home Alone 1 was, I mean, the biggest Christmas movie at that point. Like this, that was the movie. And this was number two. And he was coming back to kill some fucking wet bandits. And everybody was going to see it.
1: And this poor little Muppets movie just got done by the wayside.
2: and, And it wasn't even that the Muppets are bad. It's just literally bad timing. You come out the same week as possibly the biggest Christmas sequel.
1: Yeah, of all like time. 92, you're probably like, if, if you're going to a movie around Christmas, you're going to one movie around Christmas yeah. and then um, that's it.
2: Another good fact about the movie is that Michael Cade actually actively pursued the role of Ebenezer, Ebenezer so Scrooge good. in this movie. So what happened was they used to obviously shoot the, uh, shoot the Muppet Show in the 70s. Yes. And this was shot in the UK, but Michael Caine was living in the US at the time. However, his friends, some of his friends, Sir Roger Moore, John Cleese, Peter Sellers, Sylvester Stallone, over the years, they had been like, the Muppets are fucking grey crack. Like, that is some of the best fun you're going to have on set, yeah. just doing that stuff. And because he was in the US at the time, he, was, he felt like he missed out. And then he moved back to the UK in, like, the late 80s. And so this is in the, just around 1990, 91. And he, he had come back in, then he heard... That this was greenlit in 91. That they were doing a Muppets Christmas Carol. And he was like. He came to the studios apparently. Uh, sorry he went to the film studio with his agent. And they just badgered Jim Henson Productions. There's, I want to do it. They, <laughs> Let
1: me do it. Let me in the door. <laughs> until
2: they agreed to meet with him.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. I, w- I can't imagine anyone else in the role though. Is the
2: thing. I think it's a, I think it's a much worse movie. With anyone else in that role.
1: Yeah, like you could, get, you could get a great actor to do it. Yeah. But like it would still be a worse movie. Jared Leto, for instance. In the 90s, he was doing Fight Club <laughs> nearly in a few years.
2: In 99, yes.
1: Yeah, that's the one. Um, but I, like even if you got like a, I don't know, like a, a, a Christopher Lloyd, Al Pacino, <laughs> Alfred, Robert De Niro. Actually, that would go hard as fuck. That would be class.
2: <laughs> but like anyone else I don't think I don't think they buy into it as much I think they're aware that they're in a Muppet movie yeah and
1: there's something about it being you know acclaimed theatre actor Michael Caine playing yeah. the role that it, it gives a, le- a level of credibility to to the Muppets
2: I, I mean it's just genuinely one I think it's it's my favourite Christmas movie I don't know where it ranks for you I it's mean you like have top all of 10. the other reindeer
1: uh, all of the other reindeer up top probably yeah. Home Alone and then the Grinch, and then somewhere somewhere in there, it's it's top five. It's top five Christmas oh,
2: movies. It's tough. It's tough times. Um, so, where would you like to begin with this movie? Is there any? I think we've said scenes? all there is to
1: say. To be honest, Connor. Thank you <laughs> everyone any, for listening.
2: <laughs> is there any particular scenes that stood out to you that, like, you're like, fuck me, that's uh, so
1: good? I will say the best song in the movie is "Marley and Marley." Uh, yes yeah. yes it is it's a, It's also weirdly dark this whole movie oh. is dark as fuck by the way
2: so like it's it's completely gothic yeah <laughs> it's like it's a gothic Christmas carol Um, I remember watching the Marley and Marley scene when I was like I don't know like seven yeah and I remember being terrified I would always skip that scene when we oh, watch it I would like Connor. fast forward because I was just scared so, of Marley and
1: Marley it's ruining Christmas but it like it's it's the scene where they tell him, like, oh, we sinned in our past lives so and now we wear these chains. And then they get dragged to hell at the end of it. <laughs> like, fucking dragged
2: to hell. And like it's, it's a kid's movie. And
1: it's like it's Statler and Waldorf who are, like, yeah, usually the ultimate comic relief. But it's just this really heavy scene and Michael Kane is terrified.
2: And, like, he, like the whole scene is shot like a horror movie. Like, it's with him sitting in the chair by himself and the bell just starts ringing yeah, randomly. And the fire goes
1: out. It's And odd. the fire
2: goes out and it's just shot, like, literally Scream is about to come around the corner and stab him. That, like, there's something going on that Mike, My- Michael Myers is somewhere around that's about to get him.
1: Yeah, and then, the, like... All I will say all the songs in this are really, really good. Yeah. Uh, like, I think there is an album
2: of just the songs from A Muppet's Christmas Carol. And it's a perfect Christmas listen. Oh, like, it, it's so good. Like, there's the songs themselves. Speaking of songs, mm-hmm. there is. Of, did you watch the extended version or did you watch the normal version? I watched
1: the extended version.
2: Interesting. Is that so, the better
1: version? I don't know.
2: It's just the one extra song. That's literally it. Right. Um, Which song is extra, it, then? So the extra song is the song, or the breakup song, with oh, him okay. and uh, his, his love. Yeah, um, his lost
1: love from his youth. His,
2: his lo- um, Bell, I think her name is. Uh, the song is uh, when love is gone, and apparently what happened is they shot the whole movie, and they shot that scene with, with that song in it. Uh, it's all good. They're about to release it, and just before it gets a theatrical release, um, they're... Uh, the request of Disney chairman at the time, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who Jeff. considered the song too sad for young children to ever listen to because it was so heartbreaking. It is, the song. It is
1: a heartbreaking song.
2: He but... decided last, last, last minute, like a week before they released it, that he was like, take it out. And Brian Hansen's like, well, how am we meant to take it? Just take it out. And so, if you watched a non or the edited version, it's like they break up, and they they're in the field with all the snow and everything. They decide to break up, and then there's a hard cut, and then it comes back to Gizmo, um, ah. and or sorry, Rizzo the no. Rat, uh, and and God they're so. just like and they're crying. Ah, okay. I think I've seen that
1: version on TV. That might be yeah, the one that's that the TV th- version. So that right. is the
2: version that is released everywhere. And they literally had... not There was no different... There was no version of that song in any of the productions uh, until 20... Until this year, I think. Until this year it was updated.
1: Okay, um, that must be the one I watched then. Because I definitely saw that. That's a good song as well. Very yeah, sad.
2: <laughs> apparently, the only way they found it was they found the negatives of... To the seed from 1991 that they shot it, Brian Henson found them, and then they, re- they re-edited it, and then they put it back into the cut. But it had been missing for 30 or 28 years or whatever.
1: That's huge, because usually if something's lo- gone that long, it's just considered lost media. Like, it yeah. just doesn't exist. So that's huge that they found it.
2: Yeah, it's it's fucking great. It was going to be reinstated for the thirtieth anniversary in twenty twenty two, which is now. Which so we, I think literally December this year is the first time it's ever been put back in on excellent. any streaming service. Excellent.
1: Well, yeah, because it, it is. On, I forget it was Prime or Netflix, but yeah, it's on it anyway. Um yeah. The also, I just want to say, just while we're on the the Christmas past section of the movie
2: with the child, yeah,
1: y- yeah, that spirit is the most unsettling <laughs> thing I've ever seen <laughs> fucking creepy it's weird it's like this weird porcelain china doll with like flowy
2: capes about it do you know how they made it no so the, go- the ghost of Christmas past the effects were created by they basically made a special puppet that was operated in a tank of water ah. and then green screened into the movie to make it look like it was floating so they put a puppet that's in water that's really
1: clever that's yeah That's like... I love that kind of problem solving because you had to do that in the 90s because you couldn't...
2: They had a budget of 12 million. Yeah. (laughs) They could afford water. Like... (laughs) we have a tap that's all we have no no it was rain I'd say (laughs) they had to wait for weeks (laughs) (laughs) just sitting outside so yeah they got a they got a puppet and they put it into a tank of water so we start flowing and they put like a a blanket over it so that's why the flowing uh, movement is there with the ghost and then they green screen that into the movie
1: that's really cool. It is It is really creepy, but now knowing knowing how it's made, it's really interesting it, as well. It does
2: look like if the, the face is dead. It's clearly a puppet in the face.
1: Yeah, but it's not as, like, because you're used to, like, in this world, all of the puppets are really charming Muppet designs.
2: Yeah, that's like just... uh, that's like a cyber robot <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah, it looks like
1: something out like of Ghost in the Shell or some shit like that. <laughs> or
2: Westworld, but, like, yeah,
1: bad Westworld. The bad Westworld. <laughs> The, and then the ghost of Christmas Present. I love how they did that character. Like he's. Just, I think
2: that's you. I, <laughs>
1: do you know what? I think it might be just out for a good time. Yeah, good You're time, not fucking, a long time.
2: I think so. He's the head of you. <laughs> 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 He's the fucking stamp of you, buddy. <laughs> like, you stick ginger hair on your head. lad. that is you. Man, I
1: gotta, I gotta try that someday. That'll be my Christmas costume.
2: Oh, man, I think you could pull it off. A Halloween, if you dressed up as that, you could actually pull it off. But everyone would just think I'm, like, Hagrid or some shit. That is true, yeah. You'd have to be very specific <laughs> towards, towards this movie. Um, yeah, I, I think... The, the the main strength of this is like it sticks so close to the source material that like it's so it's played as I think like it has like the most literal lines from the actual story that any other adaptation would ever try to.
1: Yeah, and you have like you have um, Gonzo, who's like who's Charles Dickens, who's Charles Dickens. Basically, ex- he knows he he knows the audience exists. And he's yeah. talking to us and telling us this story,
2: but but he's saying word for word what's in the book. Oh yeah. So like, like and and if you did a kids' movie now, he would he wouldn't he judge j- j- it up. He'd, he he he'd
1: millennialize it.
2: He would TikTok a it oh, just to just to get them involved.
1: I just I, 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 I that yeah, that's a horrible image you just put <laughs> in my head. But yes, <laughs> they would.
2: But but I think it works because Gonzo is Charles Dickens, and then Rizzo is like us and he's like what the hell are you talking about
1: he even says it's rizzo the rat playing himself <laughs>
2: yeah oh no, my actually the credits always make me fucking laugh because they're just like miss piggy play like miss piggy's an actual human playing yeah. somebody else i'm like fuck what a, what an actress fucking, my god you nailed it lads
1: you nailed yeah it. do you know what i've still not seen as well just while we're on this uh muppets treasure island What? Never. I've never watched the pirate
2: Muppets, Connor. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. Sean, we know know two things about you. One, you look like the ghost of Christmas present. That's what we all know. Two, you love pirates. I do. I was going to say puppets, not puppets. Eh. Pirates.
1: Pirates, definitely.
2: Puppets Pirates. Pirates is your big thing. Pirates is my jam. Sean, genuinely, Treasure Island is a fucking amazing movie. Is it as good as Christmas Carol?
1: yes. Holy shit. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know that's big, but I would say as a movie, it's better. But like Christmas movie, I think Muppets Christmas Carol, obviously better. But like, if you're just sitting down to watch a movie in February treasure island is there for the rest of the 11 months
1: well i think i know what's going in the lazarus pit for february of next year it's so
2: good <laughs> if anyone's seen it, it's like the big wet or the big blue wet and like, someone's like the sea <laughs> that's a reference you don't get no i why. know i
1: know i know tim curry's in it that's about it
2: wait oh, and he's like tim currying it up you know is what he I mean? just he's just
1: chewing scenery the whole time oh
2: chewing the whole scenery man um, yeah, it's on the list so, so <laughs> Yeah, so the movie starts, and I mean, if you've read any of the Charles Dickens story, um, it starts, Scrooge, he's evil. Scrooge is a prick. He's a prick, and everyone knows he's a prick, and all the songs are about him being a prick. Yes. And even the song, like, the jokes at the start of, like, the cabbage being like, oh, no, I'm being kidnapped. It's, like, great. And then him walking through the street, all camera angles are up. Because he's towering over everyone, and then by the end of the movie, the camera is at the he's at the same level as Kermit, yeah. so he, he he's comes joined down to them.
1: Meet him. He's they're all equal now, and they're yeah. all friends.
2: Yeah, um, and so like when he's walking through that ta- uh, little street, like it's a really great intro. Just as like just through a song, and it's a really catchy song. It you've is. introduced the character. He's a bastard. This is the deal. Everyone hates him. Literally nobody likes him in this whole town. Some of the choir singers are like, maybe he's nice. And they're like, nah, he's fucking, he's the worst. Maybe something
1: terrible happened to him. No, no, he's just miserable.
2: (laughs) He's just miserable. Um, And then we have our first like talking scene with him and Kermit. In, Bob Cratchit. Come on now, Connor. Sorry, sorry. I'm that's disrespectful. Bob Cratchit. Um, and I I mean there's some really funny bits in this whole scene uh, where like my favourite is the one where like they were just looking for some extra coal to put on the fire and he's like, it's warm enough as it is. And then it cuts back and all, like, the mice all have hulas uh, on. And yeah. they're, like, singing h- songs because they're like, oh, it's so warm, actually. Yeah, no, you're dead, right? Because every time he screams, they, like, shit themselves.
1: <laughs> so they just want to placate okay him just be like, yeah, no, you're right, Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I mean, the yeah, the main thing I wanted to talk about was the music. That That was, like... I I think that's one of its. If the songs were bad in this, I think this movie's terrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's not a musical, but the songs really help to get a lot of emotion across and get you from A to B. So if every time a song comes on, you're like, oh, fuck another one of these, it's a much worse movie. But all of the songs could actually be proper Christmas songs just released independently. And really catchy. Yeah. Really catchy. Super catchy. Super duper catchy. The first one, uh, I I don't know the title of Anya, but the one that's like, there goes Mr. Skinflint. That's the best way to introduce Scrooge. True (laughs) song.
2: Here come Mr. Humbug. (laughs) Here come Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, Yeah, if he was
1: a flavour, he'd be sour and all this (laughs) kind of (laughs) shit.
2: And then someone's like, even the vegetables don't like him. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) The, um,
2: One of my favorite characters in this movie is the small little um, what animal is he? The, the guy who's the caroler that he shouts at the end, like "You there, boy, what day is it?" Oh, I've no what clue what that, that
1: thing is, but but,
2: but, yeah. but it's so funny when he's like caroling and he's just like a, a penny for your, for the song, and then he walks away and the door opens back up, and there's that moment where he's like, "Oh, maybe he's changed his mind." He just fucks the fucking him and just <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it's, it's a good toss as well that he gives. Like, it's from the door. Like <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just, for some reason, that character always makes me laugh. It's just such a small part, but just it, it's just quite funny. Um, and so then, eventually, his nephew shows up, and you figure out that his nephew's full of life, loves Christmas. Scrooge, yeah. not so much, Sean. He's He's not a big fan of it. No, no, and so he's like, yeah, keep your
1: Christmas, I won't come to your Christmas, your family's all shit uh, I am your family, but they're all
2: shit, just to let you know I Also, that, that nephew is just the nicest dude Because two days, two days. Scrooge is like, literally, I fucking hate you and everything to do with you. Like, I wish you died every second of every day. I wish you were dead. Your man's like, I hope you have a lovely day too, uncle.
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah, because he's just and his argument is like, well, look, he has no one. So I'm at least going to try. Even if he says no every time, I'm yeah. going to try.
2: And he invites some to Christmas dinner and Scrooge is like, no, go fuck yourself. And he's like, well, I tried. And then he gives money to charity um, because the two guys show up. Yeah. And they're just like, do you have any money for charity? And Scrooge is like, absolutely not. Go fuck yourself.
1: Let the poor die and decrease the surplus population. Yeah. The hardest line <laughs> in existence.
2: That's what he says. <laughs> They've come in strong to be like, Scrooge. Not a nice bloke. No. Not a nice bloke. Um, he's got a picture of him with sunglasses on on Twitter in a car. That's, that's actually that's, his profile image. No, pro-
1: it's just the car is the profile image.
2: <laughs> it's just the <a> car. <laughs> and, it, and a dead body. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they also have the... So Kermit is basically left there by himself because Scrooge leaves. Mm-hmm. And then you have the little song of One More Sleep Till Christmas. Which, Great song. Once again, great song. Um, the, um, also,
1: the ability for Tiny Tim to just break my heart every fucking time.
2: I'll tell you something. Tiny Tim is incredibly sad and heartbreaking for a fucking frog that's not real. <laughs> What's that frog's name as well in Muppet, In the Muppet's name? Is it
1: Oscar or something?
2: No. Hang on. Kermit. Kermit nephew right kermit's son kermit <laughs> but not the not the good one the sick one who
1: is kermit's nephew robin that's his name he's a little cute little frog boy and he breaks my heart every he's time so sick, he's, on Sean. Screen. He's, he's, he's so, so sick. ill he's he's fully dead by the end of this movie surely
2: <laughs> like he actually does
1: die we oh yeah like he's, it's like there's an empty seat where Tiny Tim used to sit and everyone's heartbroken and we see that and they're all and Muppets.
2: he's just, he's so thankful to be alive and he's just so nice. He's happy. Every breath that boy takes is a <laughs> fucking
1: gift from the universe.
2: And, I'd give him my breath, Sean. I was watching it going, I'll give you my yeah, life. You can
1: have my years, please. You'll do better with them. But, and, he, and even Bob Cratchit, his dad is just like, oh, we should thank Mr. Scrooge because he gives, he gives me a job. Any any money I get is from him. He's like, be thankful for what you have. As a kid is like on death's door every goddamn second to the point where at the end of this movie Gonzo is just like and Tiny Tim who did not
2: die well you had to you had to throw that in because I was still heartbroken I was like if he's dying I'm dying too on Wouldn't the inside have,
1: imagine if the one deviation that this movie made from the source material is that Tiny Tim dies anyway
2: <laughs> it just there's a scene where Michael Caine takes a big run up and just kicks him <laughs> over the fucking building
1: just <laughs> fucking yeets him across Victorian London.
2: Fucking NFL punts him fucking 40 yards.
1: Straight into a chimney. You see all the coal <laughs> scuttle as he falls down it.
2: Well, look, he was dying anyway. It's actually put them out of his misery, That's really. It.
1: I'm decreasing the surplus population, if look, you don't I, forget.
2: <laughs> Bob, give me a high five. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bob, high five you're fired. <laughs> and he would do it anyway. Oh, no.
2: Um, and so then uh, Scrooge goes home. And uh, he gets met with the Marley and Marley song, which I think is the best scene in the whole movie. It's class. Um, it's so good. It's just them getting dragged to hell and shouting Marley and Marley and all the chains. And it's just shot so well.
1: It is. And, like, the chains start wrapping around him and he's fucking terrified the whole time. Um, like it do I, I, I'm hesitant to get into, like... Because we, we can just describe the plot of A Christmas Carol... If no yeah. one knows what that is, because this movie follows it like to a
2: T, to to the letter. It just has Muppets in it. It just it's a really good rendition of the story. It just so happens one of the characters is Miss Piggy. Yeah,
1: because but it it doesn't feel like dumbed down
2: at all. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Gonzo says, the whole story, like word for word.
1: It's just I I can't believe this got made. I can't believe it made no money, like, comparatively to what it would make now. But,
2: but I think released. since people are like, this is such a good movie. Like, anyone who's seen it is like, this is such a good Christmas movie. And it's, yeah,
1: and everyone can, like, my granny could sit down and watch this.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like a all crowd pleasers to be like, this is just good for it's, everyone.
1: Yeah, like, the Venn diagram of people in the world who enjoy this movie is a circle. Like.
2: Which is interesting, because I would say, like, Home Alone 2... Is like is more skewed towards the kids, but you would take the movie about Muppets is more like yeah. kid facing.
1: Yeah, and even like the the more recent Muppets movie that came out, that felt like it was skewed younger.
2: Yeah, whereas this um,
1: is for all ages.
2: So then, after the Marily's visit, they get they tell him he's going to get visited by three ghosts throughout the night, yeah. and they're going to. So the first ghost is obviously the, the small child, doll. yeah, weird ghost doll lady, um, and she and him go flying, and um, there's a great cool, there's just a cool like. I don't want to say cheap effect, because I feel like that's insulting it. But I'm like, an effect clearly done on a budget, but done really well, is like the very bright light behind his curtain in the bed. Yeah. It's it's such a small thing that like probably didn't cost that much money to get a big fucking bright light and shine it on the curtain. But it's just a really cool effect.
1: Yeah. And it's it's just a creative way to get around the problem of, oh, we can't show him traveling through time all that well. So let's just do it this way.
2: Um, and so he goes back in time to his old school days and he just kind of sees himself as a child being just a fucking whinge little bitch, just just nonstop doing subs. Doing some. But he's also like it's when it's a kid, like it's it's
1: sad, you know, like you feel bad looking at him because he just has like no friends and not a great family by the sounds of things. Like
2: the bit is when he's like, There's John, he was my best friend, and in my head I'm like, You didn't have any friends
1: <laughs> Yeah. Like it's just, it's it I don't know. It's weirdly sad to think of Scrooge, miserable old man as a young kid. But that's the same yeah. I suppose with any like you know, old prick, they were all kids once.
2: And they were also probably a little prick. They're probably a little
1: prick, but sometimes they were nice and then they got turned into pricks.
2: Maybe there was a bigger prick that made them a big prick because
1: they were a prick to them. They're a prick by circumstance. Prick by
2: circumstance, as we know it in the
1: business, yes. old PBC, as we say.
2: (laughs) As we say all the time. (laughs) Um, And so then he goes to see his first job and there's uh, the Fuzzy Wig Party, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, Which is actually part of the story this, the guy in the story in the Dickens story is Fuzzy Fuzzywig. Fuzzywig. sorry yeah. Fuzzywig, and that's Fuzzy of They're course Fuzzy Bear so why not it's, like it's so fucking good there's no need to go that hard do you they think just they, did
1: do you think they, they made that connection and then decided to put this movie into production
2: <laughs> that, was the, that was the only connection <laughs> they're like, you know what they're that talented they're like yeah fuck it let's do the whole movie yeah we can make it work <laughs> <laughs> we will make it work um, and so I just really like that scene where he's about to give the speech and they're like and then you have the two brothers that are just like heckling him yeah and he just gives this really short speech Say so he's like I just have to do my speech happy Christmas everyone and I hope you have a nice time and then they're just like it was terrible it was ridiculous it was short. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really
1: clever writing and like yeah. accurate to the show as well.
2: Um, and this is where he meets uh, his love, Belle. Yeah. Um, and you see that the two of them fall madly in love almost immediately, Sean. You're thinking maybe this is it. Surely this maybe is going to last
1: forever. This is going to be the
2: one this is going to be the one. And then the very next scene that Christmas past takes him to is them breaking up after several years. It's like showing that it's a few years into the future um, and he's just very business focused. He has no time for her whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And like, that's even sadder than if they were like, oh, they were together a few months and then it didn't work. It's like, no, they made a go at it and it didn't work. It just kind of fell apart.
2: And that's when the really sad song of When Love Is Gone is played. Yeah. Um, What's funny is I didn't have that song in my version. I watched the edited version. You know the way you fast forward through Marley and Marley? I'm fast forwarding through When Love Is Gone
1: because I can't do that at Christmas time anymore.
2: (laughs) See, To be fair, the Disney chair was like, kids aren't going to like that. But then let's have a whole song about hell. (laughs) Look.
1: Yeah, let's just have, let's have essentially the Grim Reaper show up at the end.
2: Yeah, the Grim Reaper's in the movie and he's like, let's not have a song about breakups though. I think he was going through a difficult time. Maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe Jeff is just having a bad time Take out,
2: it. Take out the song about breakups, but not for me, but um, just because just I think it's the kids. The yeah. kids might get sad. Can 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 one of the shops in the town be called <laughs> Jeff is really
1: cool, please? <laughs> <laughs> just please, Jeff. I'm not sure that would work
2: with the tone of it. The- no, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm the fucking Disney CEO. That's right. We're doing it. Do you- um, okay.
1: And <laughs> he just starts like writing lower and lower checks.
2: It's like and twelve million. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, then you have that breakup scene, which is obviously incredibly sad. It makes sense why Rizzo and Gonzo are crying yeah. at the end of it um also throughout this whole thing gonzo and like they're constantly just like it keeps cutting back to them and they always just have really entertaining bits where like something happens and they just have to solve it or like rizzo like can't get over the fence so he has to climb up and leaps and nearly kills himself then just walks underneath
1: yeah i think that's good as well for like the younger kids who are in the audience because it's like okay here's all this like you know, personal character-driven story about a man who loses himself and loses love. Then, oh, the rat is doing something funny. The, so the rat's tail is
2: on fire. Now uh, he's made of ice. Now, now he's beat him off a table.
1: Yeah, so it's just like, it, it keeps it it's kind of like Beats in between all the drama where you suddenly remember, oh no, this is a Muppets movie. At the end I do the also
2: day. like that he pushes him into the bucket of ice and then yeah. the next scene is like just a full block of ice and when he saves him, he's like, I guess I should thank you for that, but like you did push me in. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so what can I, what can I really do here? Set me on
2: fire and then push me into the ice. So I technically wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you, but thank you, I suppose.
1: It's like you stabbed me and then stitched up the wound. Like, I'm grateful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and so then he goes back to the to the bed and, ghost number two shows up. Sean, we Our got best friend. G- yourself shows up. Your ginger brother shows up. <laughs> um, and, uh, th- he. This is the ghost of Christmas present. And I just feel like they do a really good job of just humanizing Scrooge almost immediately after he sees all the sad stuff, because even, like, the dumb joke he makes with the ghost of Christmas present about, like, the brothers and sisters.
1: Oh, he's like, I had, I've had, i had, oh, uh, 1,800 of my brothers have been before me. And yeah. Scrooge's like, imagine, the, imagine how much it must cost to feed them or some shit but it's, like that. It's
2: a really terrible joke, right? But it's the first joke Scrooge makes all day. Yeah. But then what, make, what makes it more enjoyable is that the ghost of the Christmas present bursts out laughing like it's the funniest thing he's ever heard because he's like he's breaking down barriers let's just be laughing at him because he just he just wants friends he's making an <laughs> effort like yeah it's the first like attempt
1: at connection that we've seen Scrooge yeah. make at this
2: point and, and the present and the ghost number two is really nice and so he's just like yeah let's fucking I'm just gonna have a laugh at that dumb joke <laughs> let's yeah. do this
1: it's like let's um, enjoy all the time I have <laughs>
2: So we still have some sad scenes to follow, though, because then the uh, the ghost takes him to like his nephew's Christmas party, and they're like an unwanted animal at Christmas. Who could it be? They're playing a guessing game, uh, yeah. and, the, and the answer is Scrooge, and it's re—it's actually it gets more heartbreaking as he gets happier or like nicer, and you see how the world perceives him.
1: Yeah, and like he has to see that to understand the way he's acting, kind of. But yeah. it is sad because he is just happy to see the games being played and stuff. And then it's like he realizes, oh, and I'm, I'm I'm the beast at Christmas.
2: Yeah. Um and so then yeah we have the Christmas this is actually the introduction of Tiny Tim. That they go Fuck yeah. to the house and you have I'm gonna say Kermit, just boy with me, um and Tiny Tim. They're coming their way ho- they're on their way home and they're having a sing song. Um, and it's just a really lovely moment, and Tiny Tim's the cutest little child ever, and I would die for him. Absolutely, but, I
1: would kill for him as well. I,
2: I would kill anyone for him, but... i fight any um, man or child. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just a really, also, introduction of Miss Piggy in a Muppets movie, like, 39 minutes in, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, I feel, like, Miss Piggy is such a specific character that I feel you need to, like get people bought in on the movie before you really like let her loose.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah because she she's she's like so like <laughs> yeah, that's just, a really good miss piggy <laughs> thank you i've been working on it um also the daughters are very funny because they're constantly doing the same thing yeah um and it's just i mean it's so silly but also it's heartwarming to watch because you're like oh that's it's harmless fun let's let's just make some silly jokes why not
1: yeah and scrooge is like incredulous as well about how the cratchits live and like how Tiny Tim is still alive,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, but where's what's the food? What's happening with the boy? What's going yeah. on with him? He doesn't understand. There's other people, and they, they might not be as well off. I don't yeah. I don't understand what's but happening. He pays his wages, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then they have this song: "Wherever you find love, you'll find Chris." So I think originally, when love is gone is meant to then be followed by wherever you would find love. Yeah. So it's like a one-two punch.
1: So Scrooge had this instance of lost love, but that's not the only love that there is. That's not the only love that a man can find, Ebenezer.
2: Mm. Um, and then, they, of course, you have uh, Bob Cratchit is like, the founder of the feast, Scrooge, let's thank him. And Miss thing like, nah, man, it's a fucking yeah. dickhead.
1: But Bob Cratchit's like, no, 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 come on, come on.
2: And then Tiny Tiny Tim has to sing a song of blesses one and all because he's just the cutest little boy in the whole world. it's the cutest
1: song you've ever heard.
2: Fuck. He'd win American Idol in seconds. Oh,
1: in a fucking
2: heart, But only if he's
1: the frog, not if he's like a human.
2: No, I don't care about the human, but if he comes out in a frog with a crutch, I'm voting for him, Sean. I don't even live in America. And this is where I think... Ebenezer Scrooge decides,
1: I am going to save this child's life. This,
2: this one child. I will kill every other child to save this child. And I have killed many children. <laughs> I I'll I kill before and I'll kill again. Do, um, do remember, there's a thing, sorry, earlier on in,
1: when Marley and Marley was happening, there's a thing where like they demolished the orphanage or something <laughs> yeah. and they just left the kids outside to get frostbite.
2: they're just like I love the I just love the fact that they're just like the biggest bastards yeah they're just cartoonishly evil like just every bad thing that you could ever do they've done and they just laughed while they were doing it so I mean like why not I think it's perfect because they're meant to be like they're just three Hitlers walking around just being like the worst people ever to live and this is the one time Scrooge is like actually Hmm. I might be am I the baddies am I Uh, the problem here am am I (laughs) <laughs> Am Taylor I the Schiff problem? Say <laughs> as T Swizzle would say, "Am I the problem?" That's the lyrics.
1: Um, the and then the this is why I like the Ghost of Christmas Present as much as well is that he's like visibly decaying as the night goes on.
2: Yeah, like and, and the muppet, the the costume and the design on the on the puppet is so good.
1: Yeah, so like he starts off this big massive. Like redhead, full of energy, and then by the end of it, he's like he's smaller, he's like a graying older man, uh and he's also a muppet uh <laughs> and he's like no christmas only la-. that's why there's been he's a eighteen hundred brothers, Christmas only lasts a certain time, uh yeah. the present only lasts a certain time, and then it's gone uh and then all you have is the future, Connor
2: but then the future becomes the present,
1: but then the present becomes your past.
2: So ultimately, we're all slowly edging towards death.
1: Thank God, that's what I said.
2: <laughs> but I'll kill for tidy
1: Oh, oh I, He's going to get everyone's ears. He's, he's not edging
2: life. towards death in my book.
1: No, that he's immortal. He's he's an immortal. <laughs> being.
2: Edging towards life.
1: He's immortal, <laughs> but he's also always perpetually sick. So it's really kind of a curse. It's
2: a weird. It's a weird niche that he falls into. He's just he's coughing, but he's okay.
1: Yeah, but he's not in a coffin. You know. <laughs> no.
2: Well he could be in a coffin But like it's not closed. He's just like trying it out He's maybe having a sleep no, And he wouldn't. could be coffin in the coffin They wouldn't size up a coffin
1: on the kid Would they?
2: Well I mean Well you don't have to size it up Maybe it's a big one Maybe he's just having a bit of fun
1: You tell you telling me the Cratchits Are going to spring for a big coffin for that kid <laughs> Yeah giant one No My coffin is going to be made out of wicker so <laughs> Is it? Yeah so it'll easily biodegrade. No actually I'm going to be fired into space so I can live on I was the sun. thinking fired into space for you actually yeah yeah it's the only safe place for me what can I say do you want me to say a few words or will I just leave it I want you to do it but I want you to treat it like a podcast so I'll,
2: I'll have like an opening what is going on everybody yeah what is going on everybody I'm joined as oh my oh, god <laughs>
1: Oh tears. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do is... i just you're you're doing my eulogy but you keep trying to throw it to me. You keep gesturing towards the coffin.
2: <laughs> just like nodding. Jay, like, he's very fucking quiet today. Fuck me. He's giving me nuts. Listen, what is this? Dude, I'm, I'm getting actually nothing from him. It's like blood from a stone here man. This is actually terrible.
1: I'm going to get go no download
2: that. Sean. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm like slowly aging, like talking outside the side of my mouth. Like, dude, d- well, come dude, on, what the <laughs> we're in front of a crowd. <laughs> it's, it's our first
1: live show.
2: <laughs> I, in my head, it's like an autograph signing. Yeah. <laughs> all You're these people are merch. here. <laughs> Your family just looking at like so disapprovingly, like his fucking dick.
1: You okay, know he's his best friend. Did we have to invite him though? Why did he set
2: up the stand in the church? He set up a booth, and he said he didn't even have any change, so he was just taking people's twenties. <laughs>
1: But the shirts only cost 16 quid or something.
2: They're all changed. For euro profit, every time. Every time, we've been swindled. Oh, man. Um, so, sadly, goes to present, and I don't want to say Sean, because I'm not putting that into the universe, Sean. Oh, um, oh but, thanks. But also Sean. Are, oh, <laughs> yes.
1: It's win-win. <laughs>
2: see i know you i knew throwing that out there you'd actually like that that's the thing that's the bit i've got going on i'm fine by the way Don't just everyone he's grand (laughs) happy christmas it's just a bit happy happy christmas (laughs) (laughs) it's a wonderful life right (laughs) Right. take that movie i love the first half of it's a wonderful (laughs) oh that movie that first first hour of that movie Fucking, fucking savage <laughs> It's unreal Like I'm like That's me Look at that <laughs> um, But then we got the go Ironically We now have the ghost Of Christmas present Who's the Grim Reaper um, Christmas really yet great, to come Is the Grim sorry, Reaper Sorry Christmas yet to come um, And You also have A really great scene at a cemetery With like all the fog Yeah it's just fucking creepy Michael Caine Acting the
1: shit out of it
2: Oh I have it written down here This is Michael Caine just. <laughs> going all out
1: yeah i feel like this this is either like the very first day of shooting or the very last day of shooting where yeah. they're just like no just leave it all like do everything you can give as much as possible
2: yeah and and they go to bob cratchit's house and tiny tim is there this is no. like and his little stick is on a stool with his little hat and his little scarf of course it is
1: tiny, got- oh tiny t- guys I- He's fine. He's fine. He's, he's just he's, he's out just running somewhere. <laughs> he learned to walk again. He's in the bathroom, and it, it, it's really sad. Like it's genuinely heartbreaking yeah. Yeah. To, to look at.
2: And, and like obviously Scrooge, he's heartbroken. We're heartbroken. Um, and then they go. They go back to the cemetery, and he goes to his own grave um, because he's been hearing people talk about like they're so the, glad that somebody's dead. And what's great is this ghost doesn't talk. So he's constantly like, who are they talking about? Yeah. Like, who are and then, of course, like he knows who they're talking about, but he can't bring himself to think it's him. And then, until eventually the ghost just points to the grave, really fucking creepy. And he has to go over. And there's a, it's just really well shot that like, he wipes all the snow off it, and it's his name, and that's the big reveal to be like, they're all happy that you're dead because you're a yeah. bastard.
1: And like he knew this. Like he knew that he knew in his heart that it was him the whole time. Um, But then he's immediately like, "Okay, is this set in stone or can I change this? By the
2: way, just I really want to reiterate again. Michael Caine is like Oscar worthy performance. Like, Was he
1: nominated for anything for this? Because he should have been. This
2: scene alone is so good. He's like talking to probably nothing. And he's just full on crying. He's like, "Does this mean it's set in stone? Can I change it? Can can I?" Ch-? And you're like fully involved in and this th- man in a Muppet movie. And like in the in this moment where
1: he's like, "Can I like?" Because you think it might just be selfish, but he's also like, "Does Tiny Tim have to die?" <laughs>
2: like- <laughs> yes. Oh God. <laughs> like, oh man, watching this, you're just like Michael Kane top three actors of all time. Just watching this, and then like like this performance alone, this this man is safe for life. He can do no wrong if he does this.
1: Yeah, um, like that's all he needs to do. Uh, and like, also, I found out today
2: doing research, Michael kane eighty nine years old.
1: Wow, fucking yeah. killing it, isn't he? He's, he's still
2: going. Fair folks, too. He it. must
1: just really um, like acting.
2: Just, I just think he's really good at it. He's just like he probably just has fun doing it. Just like also, he's Sir Michael Caine, so he can kind of do whatever he wants. That's true. That's true. I wonder what is like next big thing will be. Probably something. In, is he an Oppenheimer? I was, I was actually going to say, is he an Oppenheimer or Christopher Nolan? I, I, he probably is.
1: We might talk about this on movie, uh, like the next time we do a movie Mondays, because I think we're taking a break for a while, but. Uh, yeah did you hear Christopher Nolan recreated an atomic glass?
2: <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to pay for the CGI so I'm just going to set off my own nuclear it's bomb put
1: off 44 tons of TNT or some shit <laughs>
2: Um, Yeah but also um, We won't get to the DC news That came out this week Unfortunately Or the
1: Spider-Verse trailer Or the (laughs) Spider-Verse
2: trailer But just know it's great Okay
1: here's my rough thoughts Okay Christopher Nolan Explosion Pretty cool the man's insane Spider-Verse trailer Looks class DC news Sad about a lot of it But glad that they're rebooting it Justice for Henry Cavill there we but go. But
2: Henry Cavill, give him a Warhammer movie, he fucking deserves it. Fucking please. Okay. <laughs> just He just, he would do it in a harpy. He would, um, he, would,
1: and he would do it for free. He would actually do it for free. He actually probably would. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, he, um, he eventually Scrooge goes back to his house, and you have the great scene where he wakes up Christmas morning, and he's like, you there boy, what day is it? Well, today is Christmas, sir. And he's like, I haven't missed it. It's, yeah. It's still here. And you just feel... And, like, also, they shoot it now in a way that all the colours back. Like, all yeah, the colours are so much brighter. Yeah, I how
1: desaturated it was, like, around the street.
2: Yeah, they, they desaturate on purpose.
1: Until Yeah, until Scrooge learns his lesson and he sees the joy and wonder in the world.
2: Yeah, and then everything is so bright and colourful. And he can't. Like he goes out into the street and he's like Let's buy the biggest turkey we can find Get all the food we can He goes he gives everyone uh, all the rats coal Which seems bad but they asked for coal <laughs> so,
1: Yeah they wanted coal This isn't as coal as bad kind of thing No coal it's is, a
2: coal as in, like they want to fuel the fire It's the 1800s
1: Coal is the best fucking thing oh, you can have boys that's
2: the best present you want lad I've No impact at all on anything <laughs> My teeth are black.
1: <laughs> so... Then go, when so, he goes to the Cratchit's house, I admire the shithousery that he pulls.
2: He he does the Bob Cratchit, get out here.
1: Yeah. How dare you? You said I could have half a day's work. And the,
2: I also uh, admire Miss Piggy, ready to fucking oh, deck him.
1: <laughs> absolutely ready to go. Because, like, finally, he's on my turf.
2: And she's about to, like, knock him out <laughs> and put her foot through his arse.
1: Yeah. But then he's like, the only option is to give you a raise. And mm. everyone's like, what?
2: See, I think he said he's going to give him a raise and pay off the mortgage on the house.
1: Yeah, which is like a pretty good Christmas present, to be honest. That's actually
2: not bad. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. bad. I, um, I would
1: also like a month's rent.
2: <laughs> a month?
1: <laughs> Why not ask for six? D- different time, Connor. Different, different time. time. Probably 50 different. pence a month, that house.
2: Yeah, probably. Um, And so... he eventually sits down there's a great it's just a great scene where like he's on level terms Tiny Tim is beside him he's laughing and joking everything's just lovely everything everyone's now kind and lovely and it's just a great scene and I just love Christmas Sean just think it's a heartwarming moment
1: beautiful time of the year they have a massive feast that food looks delicious by the way I mean it's Um, probably
2: all fake but yeah oh yeah it has to sit under
1: hot studio lights for hours at a time (laughs) I hope it's fake
2: (laughs) Um, that chicken is rough if it's not <laughs> stinking.
1: And then they have a lovely little sing song at the end about how all oh, the magic and love in the world. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's really good. It's really good. Can't believe I waited twenty odd, twenty something odd years to. Oh man, to fucking I just it.
2: this movie is so good. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, well, I don't think we're doing it justice. But if you have seen it, you know exactly what we're talking about, because it's fucking great.
1: Yeah, because I think a lot of the enjoyment for this as well comes from the fact that you're watching it and you're like, this is really good. And then you remember it's Muppets. You have to keep reminding yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is Muppets. Because you genuinely just get lost in being like, oh, class, unreal, good
2: story. Because Michael Caine like, grabs you and he's like, come with me on yeah. this performance, here we go.
1: I like. I just like. I think he's as we said at the start. He is the linchpin. I think that holds this oh, together yeah. as such a good movie because um, you're with him basically the whole time.
2: Yeah, and and Brian Henson kills it as the director as well. Like yeah. really great. Um, he directed it. Jerry Jewell wrote the screenplay. Um, for it. So I just like also the music is by Miles Goodman, who did the music in this. He's a very so, good man fucking great stuff but um, I, I always find we don't have as much to talk about when the movie's fucking amazing exactly yeah it's it's always much more like there's so much more content with the movie shit that we can kind of shit on scenes but if every scene is great what can we do well also it's a Muppets movie so like
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's it's a combination of like it's a really good movie it's a Muppets movie it's also a story that everyone pretty well knows so like there's not a whole lot of delving or exploration we can do mainly just singing the praises I think yeah. is this like um, I think the Turbo Review is longer than this
2: I think so um, so just I, I wanted to finish the episode on one final quote from uh, Michael Caine uh, that he he said to Brian Henson he said I will never wink I will never do anything Muppety I am going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me to which Brian Henson apparently replied bang on (laughs) that's perfect
1: that's what we want
2: yes but yeah i mean i don't really have anything else to say other than go watch it if you haven't seen it
1: please go watch it um and you know maybe watch it with the family at christmas or just in the festive season whatever you celebrate still a good movie still a good story yeah Uh, it's a classic Um, for a reason guys do, do you want to take us out sean yeah thanks everyone for listening to this uh, very special movie Mondays. Uh, we kind of alluded also to Patreon, we- also Patreon, uh, mm-hmm. also it's 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 a it's a du- it's a double release. It's a, du- it's a double, a double re- feature. It's weird
2: to do an intro and outro to two separate shows simultaneously. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Look, where the podcast we're that can
1: do it, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but we are going to be taking a bit of a break over Christmas. So the way it's going to work is that. Uh this is coming out on the nineteenth. We will have um a show on Wednesday and Friday, but we're gonna be off from the twenty sixth until the new year. Um, yeah. so just to, you know, spend time with family and stuff. And you like
2: know what that that follow Wednesday is, Sean. What's
1: that following Wednesday, Connor?
2: Top ten weird news stories of twenty twenty two. Oh
0: no, oh. <laughs>
1: No, does yes. anyone want to edit that for me, please?
2: We gotta get votes. So I'm gonna start putting up stories in a big massive poll to the patrons and you all get the vote.
1: And you get it, your vote'll rank higher if you give me an exact time code of where it shows up no, in the No, I'll episode, give you the time please. code. You just oh. need to pick the story. Nah, it's still too much effort, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> but no, that'll be posted up on all of our socials and everywhere. Um, that we can contact you that uh, Weird News Review will be up and that'll be something we put out then at the end of the year slash start of the next um, but big thank you to all of the patrons patrons get a movie review every month as we said we put this one out as a little Christmas gift for everyone but shout outs go to Roshing the Wife Palmer Joe Burney Ryan Technically Fine Evanson. All Waffles Once for Christmas is for you to listen to their podcast Waffles and Mario Talk About Things David Clark Sean Chuckling in the wash, and It'll Be Grand James Dominic, Anna Irish Wallers forever. Helmerus, Danny McLaughlin. No one's ever really gone. Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Nathaniel Thistleweight Horatio Roland Bumfluff Junior the Third. Connor and Lorraine are really quite embarrassed about all this nickname shit and hope Sean can find it in his heart to forgive them. You're fucking pushing it now, lads. <laughs> Oh and it continues Russ, Sean, Sean, Sean I honestly can't believe you only think This is happening just to annoy you That's just a happy coincidence Parfit And Jackson Bruheim Thanks everyone equally for the lovely support on Patreon. oh that
2: cracks me up
1: <laughs> it's the, there's a little crew of, of, of mischief makers and you know down the i g-
2: i feel like i'm fueling it by having a little giggle at your expense oh
1: absolutely you're making it worse for everyone involved everyone <laughs> being me uh, but no, thanks everyone seriously For the support, thanks for sticking with us for the whole year Really appreciate you, people that joined this year People that have been patrons for ages We genuinely couldn't do the show without you So thank you all very, very much Head on over to the Patreon if you want to support the show There is also the merch store E forward slash shop Twitter's at pod. The 4 is the number 4 Facebook is Detective Development Discussion Group Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor.
2: Hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. I have been Connor Lawler,
1: and God blesses everyone. I've been Sean I
2: love you, tiny Tim. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods.